We are Wrestling Elitists. I'm your co-host, Chris Scott Moore, joined as always with Sean. I want to talk to Samson Nash. Oh, it, it might be 420 and that's why I can't get it. But no, Samson. Half baked. Oh. Okay. Come on. It's Look been a lot. It's been a lot. That's, that's disheartening as a, uh, a cheap hound. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. As, the, as the person who can barely handle a joint, I, I knew that reference. You threw it out there. I mean, you watched it just how long ago? Okay, it's been a that's everyday life for me. I'm fully baked. <laughs> well, conspicuous by his absence is uh, Alex Gibson. Yeah. Um, for, well, I think I coming like share. a a Beatles kind of situation. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think I could share it. I mean, like if you've heard the podcast, you know how uh, young Alex sounds, but he's even younger looking in person. So tonight he's modeling as the bait in one of those uh, sex predator stings. So maybe <laughs> next week we'll have some really funny stories on what happened. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, we'll I can't see. wait to listen. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Well, before we run down the format of the show, I just want to do some housekeeping. So first of all, thank you for listening to the show today. Uh, please subscribe to us via iTunes or Apple or wherever the hell you get your podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Wrestling Elitist Podcast, also on Instagram at Wrestling Elitist Podcast, and make sure that you check out the website at WrestlingElitist.com for all of our in-depth reviews of AEW Dynamite and just some random shit whenever I have time to do it on there as well. Uh, Do you want to give a big thanks and shout out to Scott Keith and his blog of doom uh, for reposting my article? I think this is the second or third time he's reposted an article of mine. Um, So we did uh, record traffic this week or uh, this year for the article I wrote about Jeff Hardy. So again, thank you very much to Scott Keith for putting that on the blog of doom and getting some additional readers and hopefully listeners for us as well. Um, So if this is your first show, Sean, let them know what the format is. Yep. We always tell you about our news of the week, our match of the week, moment of the week, cringe of the week, leave you off with what we're kind of looking forward to in the next couple of weeks, along with some extra things that don't really fit into the, the other sections. And apparently there's a special holiday question coming my way. I do have a fun 420 question to ask Sean at the end of the show. So I'm saving it for in, the end. I'm in preparation. Yeah, you're going to be disappointed because it's not that clever. It's just a kind of a preference thing I have for you. But we'll get into it. We have a full show today. We're going to try to get in under an hour. It's a two-man booth, but I think we're going to still run a little bit long. So we'll try to be concise. So let's go jump right into it. Um, Sean, what was your news of the week? My news of the week is that we're continuing to climb the the podcast ladder. Yeah, Uh, man. Whether whether it be from just hits on um, that man's website that you just mentioned or – uh, Dax Harwood ending the FTR podcast. Uh, that's another one bites the dust. We're moving closer to the double digits in the podcast world. Cited kind of just, um, it's not good for his mental health, basically, in his headspace in wrestling, which totally makes sense. I mean, you say one thing and it, it's going to get blown out of proportion just because of the voice you have in the world. I feel weird about the things I say on this podcast, and there's probably, hopefully, 30 people listening to this. So I can't imagine someone like his his size. So good luck in your future endeavors. But uh, this is this is our business. So so stay out of it. <laughs> I was going to say this is the week that we go viral, Sean. So don't get in your head too much right now. <laughs> this <laughs> is not the week. Yeah. <laughs> Do well handling this. Oh, don't geez. fuck up. Everyone's going to listen. This you is the one where we get thousands week. of listeners. <laughs> 
No, um, I mean, eh, whatever. Uh, I never actually listened to his show. I think one of the things that hurt his show is that um, a lot of the news aggregate sites would just like Headlines. take things out of context or context and would put like Dex is this or like mm-hmm. AW title holder hates the da, 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 da. and it's like, well, that's not you know, I can surmise that he probably didn't say it like that, or you're just pick, picking things out to make him look like a douche. Right. And I think you're not going to please everyone. And, um, no, never. I get it. Like I wouldn't like the, um, uh, weird trolling comments you get. Like I, that just has to be so hard to like, Oh yeah. That to be normal for you to be like, Oh yeah, that's just part of my day. I'm sure like, I mean, it, it's your, your life in wrestling, like, in the ring and I mean, outside when you're doing every, everything else, but like you, you probably just want to reprieve from, from that and not have to right. go on a podcast every week. I mean, it's, it's tough some weeks when it's just like not all that we want to do, but to have to, to wrestle and then talk about it and wrestle and talk about it. It might really drag on you. Yeah. I would think you'd want to get away from it in some way just for your own mental health, even if everything go was fishing. going swimmingly and you yeah. had the greatest run and your show was critically acclaimed and everyone liked it and still whatever, I would still want to just like not do it just to have some fucking balance and sanity. So yeah, um, too bad to hear, but that means that we're getting into what, what are we at? 109 now, baby. I would say 108. 108. The, yeah. The there we go. Side. Keep smoking. We'll get to 107, baby. I love it. 98 by the end of the day. <laughs> All right. Speaking of numbers. So my uh, news of the week was SummerSlam selling 32,000 tickets. That's crazy. Apparently from a source I don't recall. Uh, but they said SummerSlam <laughs> sold 32,000 tickets the first day, which is a big deal. I mean, I think yeah. I was pretty convinced that they would sell it out, the stadium at least, just because it's the first one and for so long. Um, Detroit is such a huge hotbed for wrestling and WWE really is on a financial roll right now. And their attendance is up everywhere, even for house shows. So I thought they would do well. I'm sure even worst case scenario, if they curtain off the stadium, like they did at SummerSlam, they won't have to curtain off much. Um, I think they'll be able to draw it. I mean, I would, I would assume at this point, like 55 isn't, isn't, um, underselling their efforts. I think that would be totally within the realm of possibility, if not 60. So do you know what the number of like total seats that it could fit? I with? think it's 62 or 65. Oh, okay. Well, but it's not like 80,000 or <clears throat> stupid ass number that they had for whatever they actually, with, yeah. with, the, with the Trump barbershop. WrestleMania, oh my gosh. No, which I um, saw live. I can't believe it still. Yeah. What a, what a great WrestleMania to go to and have in our town. Um, the, the price per ticket definitely put me against it really quickly, but there's there's a premium and also people are going to be coming from out of town. So this is definitely something to look forward to. And hopefully as it goes on tickets lessen or as the day before there's like cheap seats to, to get and just go on a whim, but I will not be a part of the, uh, the 62,000. Oh, it's not your wedding anniversary. That you forgot about? Mm, no. Um, ah. This year, and this day in two years will be, but not yeah. this year. <laughs> it's a, like I said, uh, it's an it, it's a day where one of you falls asleep, the other one hangs out on your phone all night, and it's the same as every other day. But God forbid <laughs> you have plans. <laughs> it's a holiday, so we'll be. I'll probably be celebrating a little. Yeah, you'll have a lot of fun on yours. But Jesus. Yeah. 
at least you get to laugh at yours. <laughs> All right. Well, let's go into what we thought as we the should, match. Oh, we should also mention Alex's news. Oh, yes. Which is big this news, is huge. especially for us big. being a possible side podcast going over the efforts of the United States Football League, uh, Michigan Panthers. Uh, yes. Big E is going go to Panthers. be the MC for the All USFL's the uh, Detroit team. So he's going to be, what is he like hosting and like kicking the games off or something? Or Yeah, I wonder. I That's definitely going to be cool because you just throw in that New Day entrance that he always did for uh in the, the speakers of Ford Field, that'll be pretty tight. Yeah. A lot better than um, who was that jag off that did the Pistons? Remember him, Mason? Or oh, something? Mason? Oh, he may have on. been a nice guy. I shouldn't call him a jag off. Oh, <laughs> but he was can't. annoying. <laughs> oh, come on. What, he did the the Big Ben. Clock. <laughs> oh. uh. Tomato, tomato. Yeah, whatever. Anyways, Biggie's <laughs> going to do a better job than him. So that'll be cool. That'll be cool. To, uh, we'll be there. And yeah, we'll be there. We're going there on 430. So hopefully Tenders. the Panthers continue their impressive winning streak. Hot streak. 2-0. Two, two games. Yeah, 2-0. Two, 2-0. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. hey. um, but they actually looked good. And like the USFL yeah. wasn't shitty. Like, I don't know the ratings are going to be any good at all. I'm, they're probably going to be lower than the XFLs. But like the, the game itself wasn't the games I saw weren't bad. Yeah, I'm sure in the next couple of weeks they'll see like a spike just because of the draft. Everyone's going to be all horned up for some football. Yeah. But so looking we'll forward see. to it. See you soon, Biggie. Yeah, we'll see you there. It'll be fun. All right, let's go to the match of the week. Um, <clears throat> match of the week just uh, kind of fell just to what was really there. Jay White's first match in AEW was had to be the choice. Fun with Commander seemed like the uh, Clash of Styles kind of maybe in my eyes made it just a little less uh, smooth, I guess, but loved it. Loved Jay White kind of being the heel and taking away uh, commander's opportunities to do the walking across the ropes and sliding in before he's able to do a dive or, and once he finally gets that in there, just good to see Jay White really. And that's really the best match I felt like that was on yeah. Dynamite this week. This just didn't really speak to me this week. So yeah, just happy to see Jay White enough. Like over time, he's going to really, develop his style to the AEW style because he's been in New Japan for God knows how it's been over what six years now it feels like yeah I would say six or seven he's a young boy and he did some ROH but I feel like he was always a over there so yeah no he's been there for a long time and those matches were always long like he seldom have a match that was even 15 minutes so it's going to take a little bit of adjustment but I don't think it was the match length that was the issue it's just that it's a cold match yeah. And as good as Commander is, it is a bit of a Styles clash. But I thought it was a fine match. There just wasn't anything spectacular on Dynamite or even Rampage last week. So no. it is what it is. I'm sure they'll have another good match down the line. And it's good to see him in AEW. I still love it. Like, I think it's incredible yeah. and crazy that he's there. So I'm happy to see him. And the other thing I, I, I put in the article on WrestlingLatest.com, by the way, about how uh, I know there's a little bit of like squawking about like well how come he's not being treated like a star and like conan said like oh he looks like he's just like a regular guy now but it's like he couldn't come in as mjf's opponent at the very top of the card yes mjf's opponent because you didn't know if he was going to sign with aw or wwe and then i mean maybe i'm sure they kind of had an idea but you don't want to have to set up creative predicated upon well maybe this guy will sign or not so He'll get his time. He'll get his run. I think like if Adam Cole ends up getting the title from MJF, there's 
his moment. There's his feud. No. Yeah, that'd be good. That'd be really good. It sucks for Ricky Starks. He's going to be the the bait to the the rise of Jay yep. White. But just as that star was starting to shine, he's uh, getting the Wardlow treatment. But. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna diminish. <laughs> um, all right, so let's go into moment of the week. What was yours? Uh, I really liked Takeshita coming out to uh, from the the plea of Don Callis to come help out the elites. You, you said in um, the article on WrestlingElitist.com, it kind of just it's it's a perfect for his in ring ability to be with this crew that's a little more eccentric than he is, and I can't wait to see it. Hopefully, this leads to what will hopefully be a blood and guts in Detroit. That'd be cool. Um, kind of seems that way because Tony, remember Tony Khan came out and like promised us kind of some big news in Detroit soon. And we never got it last show. He came out like on a little bender and was just ranting and raving about how. Well, I think he wanted a pay-per-view here, right? Or was it? Well, exactly. And we haven't gotten it. So maybe, maybe it is. He'll make it out to us with another blood and guts. So that'd be cool. Loved the, um, I think he kind of just like gave uh, Wheeler Yuta just like a general strike. And then he ran into uh, the V trigger from Kenny into the blue thunder bombs. Great little sequence combo. Yeah. And uh, I was kind of expecting him to grab hangman, but uh, I, I do love the uh, Takeshita addition to the elite. Well, I'm guessing though, it's going to be, and this is just me looking too far into it. And I don't know, maybe he's going to be on the uh, Blackpool combat club side. To catch up. Yeah, because Danielson is his favorite guy. He'll get brainwashed. Or... They beat the shit out of Don Callis, but Don Callis' heel turn was coming with Hangman. And you know that's how they like beat people into the group is beating the shit out of them and bleeding sure. them. So like maybe that was Don Callis' way of getting baptized into the BCC. I don't know. But it's a way to yeah. cement them as heels and then possibly also bring in Koto Ibushi who keeps um, stating that he likes he, he wants to join AEW or like to be there. So yeah. like maybe that's a way for him to be on the elite side to mm-hmm. have the numbers in their favor. I don't know. So yeah, I could connect the dots. That's yeah. uh, this is a good feud. I think this is the feud that's the hottest in the promotion right now. And it's doing a hell of a lot better than the pillar stuff. Oof, um, that was, weird. that is <laughs> just, that is just cringy stuff going on right now, just in terms of the delivery, in terms of where they're, why they're just coming out and talking in the middle yeah, of the ring. And, and just, it was a WWE segment. I know that's been said by everyone, but it's true. Very true. Um, I, yeah. The, the, the inside snarky references, the stuff that's all backstage shit that doesn't relate to anyone. That stuff is so smarmy and smart fan and it doesn't translate. And there was silence when they were doing their things and jungle boy um, just doesn't come off as a baby face at all. And Sammy just has resentment X-Pac heat. Yeah. And it's, and- just, it's just not in a good place. And there's such a world of difference between those two. And then Darby and then MJF is like soaring over Light all years. of them. Yeah. And I put in my article, but it's true. Like if you're MJF, like you're probably fucking loving this. Let's say that bidding war of 2024 was real. Your stock is shining so high and it's not your fault if this pay-per-view bombs because this is a company initiative and those guys aren't at your level. Totally. It it felt like the whole time they were trying to give a rub to Sammy um, Guevara the whole time to saying, oh, I respect you the most. And it just, it was, yeah, it, it, it didn't do anything to actually give me that, give him that credibility to me. So it, it felt so weird just to, like you said, they're a very WWE segment and 
Darby's close there, but not not totally close. But he's as high up as he can be on the the other three. But MJF is just definitely up up on top. Well, and they're they're all getting pushed. They're all protected. They're all giving their spot by not earning it. The company decided that you're going to be one of our guys that we're always going to build a company around. And then they're fighting and whining over like, yeah, but your attention's even more better than my attention. And I didn't get like, and that just sounds so like bitchy and catty and silly. Um, and then my, it was my favorite like moment of the week. This is all moment show. of the week. Oh my this God. Is- <laughs> no, but this is all building to this moment though. Like when MJF pulls out Darby's name, Darby's and, he's name. Like, Woo! and he's yeah. just like so excited, <laughs> completely like, does the I like Darby's I like Alan's character? Just, no, not at all. That was, that was so fucking awesome. So out of left like, field. Real, yeah, just like woo. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> okay. what the fuck is going yeah. on with that? But uh, to like to go back to like the uh, someone gets more attention or whatever. The MJF can certainly hold people's attention, and, and Darby does too. But the other two just as soon as they come out, I'm. A little, little less paying attention to the TV and just kind of doing other stuff. I don't know. I've yeah. lost any kind of love for Jungle Boy or Jack Perry or, and especially Sammy Guevara. That's, I I never had an. I, I'm not like Alex where I have this weird Jungle Boy hate. Anti yeah. Jungle Boy. Let's see if yeah. he's listening. <laughs> no, but I mean, really he's fine. Time. I mean, but like, and I, he was always to me. He was someone who's like, okay, in the future. He'll be someone, not now, but in the future. And, uh, eh. but in the future, what is he going to be? Because like, yeah, you can't be Jungle Boy forever. No, and I don't know that the you gotta. Yeah, it's gonna be weird so, when you're twenty. Yeah, I I think there's growing pains, and maybe he has a new persona that comes out of this because there's this bitter side to him that's showing. Mm-hmm. There's um too cool for school. There's a aloofness that kind of translates or just kind of a, that that's not fair type of yeah. tone that comes out. And so maybe they do something with that. You got to um, steal the uh, Hollywood hunk gimmick away from Dolph Ziggler's brother and yeah. put that on him. Well, I mean like talk about born on a third base, Jesus Christ. Like, right. I mean, <laughs> just, yeah, like, Harry, come yeah, on. You're, genetically and family wise, like everything's fucking awesome for you. Dude. <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to sympathize with you. Um, all right, let's get even further into the cringe here. What was yours? Uh, mine is the uh, just continued hot potatoing of the the TNT title and kind of using Wardlow in with it. Just it's it's gotten to a point where it's diminished the the title's value in my eyes. Yeah. It's gotten it just seems like a placeholder, and it, I don't think it does any benefit to Wardlow. If anything, it just kind of seems like a here you go, kid, and whatever but i saw this on reddit uh however true it is but it's um average title length of the tnt title is 62 62 days 17 um title changes multiple people had the title it's just it's gotten to a point where it's just not uh something to really lust after i guess i don't know yeah and we're in a time too when people hold belts for a longer period of time i mean like as much as we rightly so shit on Vince for having no attention span. Like Gunther's even had the IC title for forever. Oh, like, forever. You know? So I don't know. And it's, it's just funny to think too, like it doesn't have the prestige of the, uh, created international title, <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> like, but it, like it doesn't because the, the, that belt is what the TNT title belt was. You're defending mm-hmm. it every week mm-hmm. and you're facing people on both sides of the heel face aisle. 
Um, Open challenges. Just, yeah. Uh, it's, good it matches. Just, not, yeah. I mean, Will Hobbs had good matches with Penta and Phoenix, but the, the last one I think was a squash. But at least with the international or whatever, how like there's just been great matches put on by Orange Cassidy and it's kind yeah. of elevated. He's over delivered for sure. Yeah. Um, but just not with that title, the TNT title. So. Yeah. And, so. and the whole thing with the, with the moment too, and maybe I'll, I, I was telling Sean before we recorded, I was thinking about doing some sort of award though article. I just haven't gotten the, I started a little bit of it, but I haven't gotten the thesis down and finished it or the back half of it. But um, he needed this moment to be his moment and to mm-hmm. breathe. And there's so many fucking guys in every segment. They can't have him just win the title and celebrate like it's fine that they want to give him an angle. So it doesn't seem like he's doing nothing and there's no next thing for him because that's a thing now of like, well, what's next? But like he needed to celebrate and be proud of himself as the winner and be a champion and mm-hmm. just let it just sit for a second. Have not even like two seconds. And then Luchasaurus came and, out. Yeah. Christian's countdown already started um, before he started the, the pin. Um, have him come out later in the show in a, uh, his t-shirt or whatever and go on about the crowd or whatever because he kind of he rest, started wrestling there or whatever yeah and have that happen don't give him the shine for that moment and then air that on friday and then no one's going to watch it and you can reference it back in a later dynamite right yeah just kind mm-hmm. of a, a lot going on and then Poor guy. yeah and then kind of to the same tone or, or speaking of the same point there's so many people in every segment that it doesn't make sense when wrestlers aren't there. And that's kind of like, I put in the article and I said, two weeks you've been going on. Everyone's everywhere, but everyone's nowhere kind of. And it's like, okay, so with this, with the um, outcast match, where was rebel? Where was Jamie hater at the end? Like to save Mm -hmm. Brit. Um, was she that injured where she couldn't come out and save her? Where was Anna JAS? And yeah, why did they use? Hi, and like, granted, like, I like that it was a different switch. And okay, you're doing something different, and you have Outcast come out, but like, where were her friends? Where was Hangman? Was his injury worse than Matt than uh, Matt Jackson's arm injury? Yeah, you know, right. it's just like they're just some stuff that were just odd. The whole thing with Adam Cole having no friends, like no Keith but Lee, no Justin. Does he have friends? Well, he's I mean, friends with he, Keith Lee. He's his he manager now. <laughs> That's been, yeah, WWE days, I guess. Yeah. Goddamn, pal. The only one that I could have gotten around, I was kind of thinking on the car ride home, was Adam Cole doesn't have any friends. So I, that's the only time I could see, oh, his his girlfriend comes to save him, but that's it. But yeah, I guess there is the handshake last week or two weeks ago. Yeah, their bodies now. Hmm. I don't know. So that's just kind of my thing. It's like I'm I'm actually looking forward to a brand split because it'll there's not they don't have to cram five guys into every segment. And it's not even just five. There's times where it's like there's six or seven guys in every fucking match. Whether it's the best friends having to come in and get ejected and like because they're fighting with the butcher and blade or whatever it is, you're just trying to serve all these different masters and keep all this roster happy. And there's just way too many guys running around, but it doesn't make sense when there's these beatdowns and these baby faces have no fucking friends. Yeah, like they um, just look stupid. Yeah, Briscoe's got eight uh, eight friends and none of them can come to save him against these jagaws and. I just love the that setup for that whole interview, which is like, I don't want to, I hate to tell you this guys, but Mark Briscoe's over there. Watch this. 
And then they're just right around the corner from the medical uh, room. It was just so put on. And Mark Briscoe also shined in that. He was just, I'm a grown ass man. Someone pointed out, and I didn't catch it until I saw it, but that the FDR ran ran by a Pepsi machine. <laughs> Perfect. Like, that's Perfect what gets me frustrated that's with the... AEW because they are clever enough where they do have these like Easter eggs that are pretty funny, or like, oh, that's that is kind of like at the very least a happy accident. So yeah. it's like, okay, come on, you guys are good about logic and continuity and long term planning. Like, you gotta shore up some of this shit. Yeah, that's that's fantastic. Just happenstance. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so funny. And then, by the way, the uh, pre-sale tickets uh, for the show that's going to be at Rampage, that Rampage or the live show that's going to be in Chicago and Saturday. Oh, yeah. The like abbreviations were like Last Dance 2 or something like that. Or, oh, my gosh. It, it was so like, oh, OK, that could easily be. um you know, a CM Punk reference. So it'd be like, okay, totally. it'd be interesting to see how that plays out. Yeah. Um, okay. You're not going gonna, gonna to be getting any Pepsi at Ford Field come uh, SummerSlam, this awful cringe of a announcement they did today. Yeah. But uh, whatever. What was that? They they had some top secret announcement on the Ford Field Instagram with uh, the mascot. Oh, God. We're, we're supposed to get a new helmet. And it's not a fucking helmet. It's just that we're switching from Pepsi to fucking Coke. What? Yeah. Oh, I'll I'll send it to you. It's the just worst a worst job than any Washington football team. Lions thing. fans. <laughs> that was very good. That's such a reference for people who are local here. But uh, the 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 dear owner of the Lions is uh, former. Well, I guess she still is. God, she still I think she still owns them, right? Yeah, I guess Sheila is just yeah. the uh, the GM and in title only the fucking dumbest family that just gets to inherit this team and have no they have made no achievement in generations and they just have have a lot do chicago has it yeah um the giants have it there are a lot of teams that have like okay my great my great grandfather started the team in 1920 of course the generations of children are fucking useless oh, and they have yeah. no life skills. They've Look never done anything. They've never had to win on their own. The They've never had to think for themselves. Same as them. Yeah. And it's just a, sorry, um, an asset that they just get to should be on. depreciating, but it's appreciating. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Fucking hate sports. Okay. Uh, let's go into <laughs> <laughs> anticipation. What are you actually looking forward to? Um, I am looking forward to, since it's kind of a hard to, to think about what to look forward to. Yeah, it's kind of the same um, way as last week. Vikingo's got two big matches coming up tonight. Uh, he's got a match on a Ring of Honor with Gringo Loco, a guy who I've seen at GCW a couple times. And then tomorrow, or whenever Rampage is, um, Jorlis Tako, the guy yeah. who's been tagging with Roosh. So I just got to see him over WrestleMania weekend um, on all the streams. So just Looking forward to continue to see more of him because he's definitely uh, really good. Yeah. Ho- hopefully he doesn't die with yeah. breaking his neck on anything. God damn. He is. He's crazy. His moves. He's just impressive. And um, it's so funny because you think of guys like uh, Ricochet and Osprey and you're like, God, I don't know if anyone's ever going to be able to be as athletic as those two. And then this guy comes out of, you know, yeah. it yeah. totally blows him away, which is just, crazy to think that someone could blow away Ricochet. Right. It's been like growing in a lab in Mexico. Just, yeah. Jesus. Yeah. I'm looking forward to the GCW show that's coming up. Um, I've never been. 
uh, I'm on parental leave right now with the baby, so it'll be fun to be oh, in, I cannot wait. Uh, the exact opposite of being in a nursery with my son. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're <laughs> going to want to take like, three showers before you touch your kid oh, after this. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'll have debris from light bulbs and... <clears throat> I, <laughs> there's like a an excitement to go into a GCW show, but I feel like I've also lived with like a panic every time one comes up because I just, I don't know, but I've just imagined the worst is going to happen. And now we're in the second row. So that's going to be uh, worse. Like, like it, like a horrible injury or just like, we're going to get hit with someone's like yeah, blood, blood or blood's going to go across your face. I mean, the first time I went to a, a GCW show, I went alone. Second one, I went with my family, which was that's probably uh, yes, worse. That's right. Yeah. So, I just have been in situations where it's just been uncomfortable. Now I'm taking my future wife and some best friends. So yeah. it's going to be, uh, oh, who knows? I don't know. I, this is going to be one of Emily's like first introductions to wrestling. And it's, what a, a, yeah, what an event to go to. Right. It's going to like a ECW show back in the day and getting called like a, a fucking slut whore for, by Bubba Ray Dudley. Oh, yeah. God, those chants were vicious um, but yeah it'll be fun to go to the show it's gonna be I'm really excited fun. to be yeah i'm excited to go out with you guys and have a good night and watch we just need to wrestling. bring masks for what will be probably stuff flying at our face with shards it's a gallagher concert or something <laughs> fucking <Just> melon spread <laughs> only you wish it was a melon it's fucking glass shards and but it's only like one or one or two matches maybe the rest is just fun stuff. And and uh, Alex says Zack Sabre Jr. is starting his GCW. Possibly. Like right before. So hopefully, yeah, so hopefully he's there. That would be fantastic. I'd like to see like a wrestling match. Yeah. Jonathan Gresham has been on a lot of the shows that okay. happened here. So like those two would be great in the ring. Yeah. Good God. That'd be sweet. Mm-hmm. Okay. So there's a couple other things that are going on in the wrestling world. We'll try to do some quick hits and get out of here in just 10 minutes. So um, Osprey posted a video regarding his health and the wrestling style taking a toll. Um, Definitely. Yeah. I mean, I expected him to not have the most. um, Speaking of Vikingo. Yeah. Yeah. It's that's he did that flippy shit style um, for very long with Ricochet and into his new Japan career in the um, junior heavyweights, uh, super juniors. But um, to now it's just, it's only gotten more brutal really, but it's brutal in another context. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's not like go back um, to that Kota Ibushi match that almost the one with Kenny was brutal. Yeah. He oh, took yeah. a beating in that. That was a brutal match. Yeah, so Kenny's first match back in new Japan, New Japan. It's it's, and I thought about this and I was watching it. Like I, I love new Japan. It's probably one of my probably my favorite style even though like the company isn't as exciting right now Same. but just the style of wrestling i appreciate the most because of the strong style and just the realism Very however the, the the toll it does take on guys is health like naito oh, yeah. looks rough Ishii. and like not trying to make a joke but like yeah it's just you get you you fall on your melon so many times it does take a toll and so i mm-hmm. do wonder what like we like we found out later what the lifestyle of wrestlers in the 80s did to people. We found out what the Attitude Era did in terms of the high impact and the hardcore stuff and the headshots. Mm-hmm. I do wonder like what the New Japan style could do. Um, I do have a little bit of a fear of like any sort of, you know, neck and cognitive issues that come of it because it is such an intense style. 
Yeah, it's it's almost shocking that there hasn't been someone who's. I mean, there was Shabbat died. Yeah, Shabbat and Shabbat having to take off like yeah his whole career, but it's definitely a style that I prefer. But uh, yeah, gets to a point where you, you got to worry about these people going forward for the rest of their lives. And he's totally earned the right to go like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to join WWE and dance oh. with like Kofi or something or just yeah. do silly shit. Be the like, next I person totally to get it. Royal Rumble. Yeah. Um, Be a bushwhacker. Make, <laughs> <laughs> make your money. God, that's New Zealand. Not what's he? He's British UK. You're all the same. Pretty much. I guess <laughs> I was about to call him Australian. So yeah, that's, that's Aussie open. I was um, trying to trigger you into into having your accent slip out. Uh, oh, close. Maybe if I if I keep smoking, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> okay, moving oh, along. Um, Goldberg wants a proper retirement tour. No. Uh, no. Yeah, I don't want it. <laughs> God bless him, but Jesus Christ, when he came back in 2003, it was like, holy fuck, no way. He's way too old. What, it was just, 20 years ago. Yeah, yeah. And every time you've come back in the the recent future, you look like you don't want to be there. So why now do you want this? Yeah. Uh, no. Like I I get Vince was nice and just two faced him, but like <laughs> no. Yeah. You, you nearly killed Undertaker. <laughs> like oh my just gosh. Like, why would you like think he was going to give you another match? After, yeah. Like, you're you're so oh. lucky you got to wrestle Roman. Oh my gosh. I yeah no I'm good with Goldberg like I'm sure he's a hell of a nice guy and he does a lot of good stuff with kids and that's all well and good but give him the next Saudi show make him king of the ring and let him yeah do that I don't because I'm not gonna fucking watch I hope he doesn't do all in that just seems like oh yeah not my thing especially if that could be like Sting's good send off like I'd rather Sting have that moment as opposed to Goldberg kind of coming in at the last minute and getting a huge payday and then concussing beating him. powerhouse Hobbs <laughs> yeah because that's what happened too it'd be like he, maybe he would do the job to Wardlow or something but he'd have to like beat up powerhouse Hobbs to build up to it or something or mm-hmm. he'd beat up Miro or someone like like just like big guys so he could get heat and it's like oh, I don't want to see you yeah no yeah. Uh, zero interest uh, all right so we're on the same page there uh good news coming out of dynamite commander now is all elite so he signed so that's a cool thing. Very Excited cool. to see that. Um, he's a, again, we talked about him already, but great wrestler. Mm-hmm. Um, and then one thing I wanted to bring up, I've read the book Ringmaster. It's a new biography on Vince McMahon by Abraham Reisman. Before the allegations or the... Yeah, and that was kind of my thing. Like it was okay. written, most of it was written or it was like... In a good light? 2020-ish. And so it just felt like it was missing a uh, lot of sections and there was just a lot left that you didn't know. The thing that I liked about the book and I thought it was going to be a great read is it started off with Vince McMahon's days as Vinny Lupton, which was his old name before he was officially like adopted by Vince senior again and like mm. absorbed into that family. But when he was married to uh, when his mom was married to this guy who beat the shit out of him he alleged and vince had a really famous interview in playboy where he talked about just the torturous childhood he was in and just the trauma that he faced and this is the first book that shed a light on like well maybe vince is full of shit maybe he's exaggerating and there was a couple of things about that and some research into it but the author just found a lot of dead ends and just couldn't get certainty on like what was his childhood really like because this guy that he said he wanted to kill one day 
other like like other children of his were like, well, he wasn't that bad. Like he wasn't that abusive. So it was just kind of an interesting um, take to go like, okay, maybe Vince is full of shit. And then also it shed a little light on like maybe his relationship with Vince senior wasn't as sterling as Vince always makes it out to be. Um, Uh But not enough got went into that. And then there was nothing about the allegations and what happened to oust him, even though, it was discussed that like in the book, like, yeah, he's no longer with the company because of like, he had resigned because of his, you know what? Alleged, that, alleged, alleged, alleged. Uh, all misdeeds. asterisks, asterisks everywhere. But you know, that's just smart business dealings because you got, you got plenty of room for a book number two with just in the past three years, the stuff that's come out on him. So yeah, it, sale, it, the, it just came out that. though. And there was enough time to put in some. Oh, research, wow. Though. Okay, so that was yeah. my thing. It just was like, eh, it just wasn't that of a, it, there's so many holes in it a little and there wasn't long. enough done. And then if you've read Bret Hart's book, there are so many passages taken from Brett's book and there's so many passages from other podcasts and other forums. So it just felt very incomplete. Um, mm-hmm. I usually, if there's a good wrestling book that comes out, I like to write an article about it and put it on the website, but I just felt in good conscience. There wasn't enough Burying the man. to do that. And I just didn't want to recommend it because it, I didn't think it was that good. So burying the man. Yeah, oh, I don't want to bury Abraham. I mean, that's maybe that's the, maybe the paperback edition. You know, like you said, do some business and include some of the research on the NDAs and what's going on there. But it just there wasn't enough interesting stuff about okay, who's Vince really? So, uh, okay. Hmm. All right. Well, one scumbag to the other. Let's go to Ted DiBiase Jr. Oh, so yeah. okay, I thought this was about the question. Jeez. Oh no, even <laughs> that one last. I just wanted to talk about this story because it yeah. just man, it just makes me laugh. Who would have thought a uh, born again zealot? <laughs> would uh do the old reverse robin hood who would have thought i mean it's just the craziest thing it's so out of character never in history <laughs> yeah i can't believe you know your your whole shtick is about you know helping the unfortunate out and you just swindle them yourself yeah uh well mm. <sighs> can't feel sorry for him no don't mention the other name or else we'll get sued we don't have the uh, legal team yeah we don't we're not pat mcafee we don't have that kind of money don't have that money but hopefully that piece of shit gets really sued (laughs) 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 what he did was far Uh, worse okay so let's wrap it up i have a 420 uh marijuana question for you sean who is a wrestler living or dead that you would that that you want to smoke with um, not including the the one obvious answer that I have. Yeah, yeah you can't um, include him, bro. Um, <laughs> ooh, that's a good question. Um, the uh, the click back in the day could be fun, although they'd probably be major assholes. With Kevin Nash and Scott yeah. Hall, uh, just the stories of them going around. Um, hmm. Chuck Taylor would be a fun little. Interesting. Okay. Probably be a funny guy. So Trent in Trent's mom's van. That um, could be fun. Anyone else? Anyone else? Not the moment. No. All right. Mine's a bad idea. Mine's Andre. Andre? Oh my gosh. <laughs> you, how much would it take? I like know. How much would it? <laughs> seven blunts yeah. going all at once. Uh, a gas mask bong. That, like, uh, <laughs> What's his name? Had? Unzel. Yeah. Oh, geez. I, yeah, he would have to eat like uh, a full just cake of edibles. Yeah. I couldn't imagine how much it would take to get him like, 
you know, hey, turn on Bob Marley. Like, I can't imagine, like, what (laughs) that would. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be fucking nuts. Oh, my gosh. Iron Sheik, if you could dull him out, maybe get a. A little, little semblance out of it. That's worse than Andre. <laughs> uh, and hopefully everything's all well with um, with the Sheik guy. Sheiky baby. I feel like there's been some some reports recently of some dwindling health. Maybe did you see that? No. That was that a dream? I don't know. I mean, he's always gonna. I think he's always maybe gonna be one of those guys that like. I don't know how well you're doing. Yeah, I mean, he had to win yeah. that. He had to win that one Royal Rumble or. Royal whatever rumble the gimmick kind of thing it was. Royal. Yeah, yeah. because he couldn't go over the top. So it's been a long while and he hasn't been in great shape. Um, is there anyone else who would be great? I don't know. Kevin Nash really comes to mind just because he's got his own weed, I guess. And he's funny as fuck too. Yeah. Oh yeah. He doesn't even, I mean, he probably is just high 24 seven, but he doesn't really need it. Um, can't say the Hardy boys. That's yeah. Uh, they don't need any more problems. No, no, they don't. But uh, maybe I'll think to think of one as you're uh, closing it out. But alrighty. Well, that's going to wrap up the old show this week. So we'll have uh, Alex back next week. Uh, Sean is going to be out as he's celebrating the NFL draft, and hopefully yeah. the Lions will pick a quarterback or a cornerback and make you very depressed. We'll see. Um, <laughs> in the interim, <laughs> it's it, who knows. It's 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 gotten a little touchy situation as of late. All the yeah. possibilities. Who knows? You trade up and draft Jake Moody, the kicker from Michigan. Until <sighs> I see you guys doing that. Okay. Um, but no, follow us at Wrestling Elitist Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Please again visit the website at wrestlingelitist.com for our latest articles and then uh, match reviews and commentary on AW Dynamite. Just had an article that came up. Uh, just now about dynamite that was pretty good and had a lot of the points that we talked about on the show, some others in there as well. Again, did have the uh, big uh, Jeff Hardy uh, post that uh, Scott Keith graciously uh, reposted on his blog. So appreciate Scott Keith for doing that again. Uh, and then, yeah, if you ever have a question or anything you want to ask us, please send it our way. We have our contact info on the website itself. And then, and our, uh, link tree on Insta on, uh, what is it? In- not Instagram on Twitter. There we go. See, um, specifically dude love. There you like go. Okay. That would be actually a lot of fun. That would, yeah. that, that's probably up there with Andre and cheeky baby. Busty and lusty. Yeah. Well, and then Mick's funny as hell too, but Yo, to have yeah. him be in character the whole time would be just groovy tedious but awesome (laughs) (laughs) all right well that'll do it rick rude take us home oh robin damn that goes without saying that's like smoking with like smoke uh snoop dogg or yeah willie nelson yeah hit the music